Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome in, everyone, to this episode of the Money Night Podcast. I'm Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor here at Chessman Wealth Strategies. I'm really excited to be with you this week. This is another one of our small business owner episodes. So excited about. I'm really pumped to have my guest with me today, Ralph Tents. He is owner and founder of Advisors Resource Company. I've worked with Ralph for a number of years, and I thought it'd be really interesting to interview him and get a little bit more about his story and his uh, the lessons he's learned as a business owner. Ralph, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for being here, man. Well, thank you, Wade. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk to you. All right. So, you know, I mentioned that you have a unique, interesting background. And, you know, before we were starting the podcast, I was kind of asking a little bit more about it. And I thought, you know, this would be great. So tell me a little bit about how you came to be where you are, uh, where you grew up, maybe where you went to school and then some of your background professionally. I'd love to hear about that. Well, sure. Uh, Wait, I started my career out as an actuary in Columbus, Ohio. I graduated from Ohio State University with a math degree, and it wasn't sure what to do with that. Uh, but at any rate, uh, chose actuarial science. I was a pricing actuary designing insurance products for Nationwide, and then ultimately became chief actuary at a company on the East Coast called Penn Mutual. I was okay. pr- pretty good as, a, as an actuary, but, but it really wasn't my passion. To go any further with the company, it, it required uh, more political skills than what I actually had. Um, but, but I did have a, a stint in wholesaling as I was going through the ranks and asked to be transferred to the field. Uh, obviously, they thought I was crazy. Most actuaries don't really go into, into sales. That's, that's what brought me to Texas. All right. That's the really unique part of what your background is, is that because actuaries, I mean, there's jokes about actuaries. I mean, there's... Right. I mean, they're they're like they're I mean, I don't think that's just really true, but the stereotypes are super boring, super analytical. I mean, just I mean, you kind of have to be right. If you majored in math, and you got to know the numbers inside and out. I, I would think that that kind of made you stick out like a sore thumb in some ways. Well, yeah, I would like to dispute some of those stereotypes, but uh, some some stereotypes are, are actually uh, true. I, I, I would say. Actuaries aren't necessarily boring. They're just very analytical, and they're they're not usually outgoing, which normally you would assume a salesperson would be. So yeah, in that in that sense, I'm I'm not the usual uh, person to go out out in the sales. But uh, but at, at any rate, I did took the job uh, as a, uh, a regional director uh, for Penn Mutual in January of 2001. That's what brought me to uh, to Texas. I ran a a pretty good re- region brought my family here. Uh, when you make that kind of move, you got to make sure it works out. And yeah. it turns out it turns out it did. I mean, that's actually how I met you, Wade. Was when I was at right. uh, at, at Penn Mutual. Okay. Uh, I, it was a great job. I really enjoyed it. Had some good success. I had over a thousand contracted agents uh, throughout my region, which which really uh, only guarantees you one thing, Wade, and that's you provide poor service to everyone when you get that, that many people. <laughs> okay, so let's th- take a step back because a lot of people listening might not even understand what you're talking about. Like, sure. what do you mean a wholesaler? What do you mean uh, region? And then, well, sure. but before we even get into that, so you did, yeah, tell us a little bit about 
what that really means. And then we'll get into starting your own business, advisors resource company. But so, but give us a little bit of background on what exactly you do for folks. Sure. As a wholesaler, uh, in other industries, you might call it a manufacturer's rep. Uh, I represent represented the company and would contact independent agents to uh, to help them with their clients' life insurance needs in, in hopes that they would use Penn Mutual's products. And so my job was to promote Penn Mutual's life insurance products to independent agents throughout the four-state region. And at the time, we had quite a few agents that were contracted with us. And in fact, there was over a thousand of them. And so our day-to-day job was really to help solve the, the more complicated life insurance needs of the clients, of our clients, which are advisors. So that's why they call it wholesaling. Uh, we weren't directly selling the insurance. We were assisting advisors selling the insurance. Okay, got that. So then you did that for a while. You helped uh, people like me, agents, with their insurance products and or needs. And really the mm-hmm. idea is, you know, we can't be an expert in everything. So when we have a situation come up, we call you guys and you give us help and you help us come up with the best solutions. But then tell me about starting, what led you to start your own firm? Sure, that's that's a great great question. Uh, as you know, things change uh, with, with companies, management changes. And it, it was in the company's best interest, or they felt, that I pushed one particular product. And that product happened to be Whole Life. And Whole Life has its place. However, it cannot and should not be the solution for all Sorry about that. For all uh, life insurance uh, needs, and, and I felt in order to stay, I would have to compromise, you know, my integrity. And I knew I couldn't give the best advice if I'm forced to push one particular product. And that's when I decided that uh, I, I would I would start my own firm. But in in the process of uh, starting my own firm, they they found out, and in fact, I was uh, terminated from the company. Okay. And at, at the time, that you know, that's a pretty good shock to your system. It seemed like a negative, but it turned out to be a great move for myself and my family uh, because other, otherwise, I may not have had the courage to leave. You know, I, I was being paid well, and it's hard to make that leap from the safety of a of a carrier or a company where they're paying you nicely to starting from scratch. Yeah. But, you know, kind of like pushing you off the nest, right? You just had to be a little bit forced. It, exactly. So uh, that was uh, actually in October of uh, 2013, and that's when Advisors Resource uh, was started. I, I wanted to create uh, a smaller firm where I could take advantage of my actual background as, as well as what I've done in, in sales. And our main focus is helping advisors do life insurance the right way. Okay. And what I, what I mean by that is uh, life insurance can be a complicated tool, but when it's structured properly, it's the only thing that delivers to the client exactly what they need, exactly when they need it. And so if I can do that, help advisors do that, they will ultimately help uh, their clients in uh, achieving their financial goals. So your story is similar to mine in the sense that you were with a bigger firm. You, you know, you were making, you were helping people, but you were kind of forced into a box of doing things maybe one way or the highway. So you decided to start your own deal 
And I remember you doing this and it was a, you were, your kind of the value add was you're not going to work with just anybody. You're going to work with a smaller number of people and you're going to have more options available to them, more things that they can do. Would that be, uh, does that make jive with what you just said? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. Uh, the, the ability to not, not be forced to or encouraged or uh, pressured into choosing one company like the company you work for uh, gives you the freedom to optimize the solutions and and that really is where i'm leveraging the actuarial background and that's what actuaries do they're all about optimizing the situation they do that for insurance companies and uh, we 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 do that for our clients which are independent advisors okay so you know that was 2013 it's 2021 it can't have all been you know roses and flowers and everything, What's what are some of the kind of the challenging moments that you've had while building the business? Well, you, you take a lot of things for granted uh, when you start a business coming from a corporate environment. You end up being everything uh, to start off. You know, when you start off, you're, you're, the, you're the receptionist, you're the, the person that does marketing, you do everything. So you, you realize that uh, there are some back office support systems that you have to put into place. And so uh, filling up those spots and finding the right people to work with is, is the biggest challenge uh, getting, getting started. Now, I, I was fortunate, you know, I happen to have, well, I have three kids, but two of them are actually working uh, with me in our business. Mm-hmm. And that filled two valuable spots. I've got uh, one son that was a journalist major and happened to be very good at writing content for some of our marketing. So that's mm-hmm. Travis and he handles our marketing. Uh, Jordan, uh, my oldest son, who uh, has a finance degree, got some training in insurance and uh, was able to help with the sales process. So, mm-hmm. you know, that being sort of the foundation of, of who our staff is, we're able to fill out some of those other needs. Yeah, but I, the, biggest, the biggest challenge is to go from, you know, a single person to building up enough support that you can then support your, your clients. I agree. That makes a lot of sense. Now, so tell me about some of the things maybe that were surprising that were like, oh, this is great. I never expected this or this is a revelation that I had where things are actually working, you know, maybe better than I even expected. Yeah, there's probably quite a few examples of that. You know, some of the some of the positives is uh, you, you don't need to permission from anybody to try something new. And sometimes those are successes and sometimes they're failures. Uh, but in the past, when you're working for a company, everything has to go through a hierarchy for other people to make that decision. But as a business owner, you, you're, on, you're on the front line, so you know what's needed and you can uh, try those things. Uh, probably uh, digital marketing might be the, the one that you know, has, has really changed, especially over the last few years. So embracing that concept has made life easier. Uh, leveraging some of the technology tools that are available uh, is makes the process easier and more effective and efficient. So I can visualize how uh, with just a small uh, staff, how much more we can do uh, just simply leveraging technology and, and processes uh, as well. So. Those are probably a couple of the things that I would mention. Okay, that's great. So, you know, maybe didn't expect to be able to do that, but you've been able to harness it. And you know, I know you're really excited because you we talk a lot, and you you help me with 
uh, quite a bit of stuff in my own business, but I know you're excited about the future. What are some of the things you're most excited about for the future for your business? You know, if you were talking to a guy that's maybe uh, another advisor, maybe they're, man, I don't know, I, I could use some help too. What, what are some of the things that you're excited about? Well, there's a couple things specific to our industry. Uh, you know, I've got two, two kids that are in, in the business. I call them kids. They're, they're grown adults. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about Jordan. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, but but there is going to be such a demand for people that understand our business being life insurance. The industry is not training as many people as they used to. Right. And so the opportunity is just going to grow over time because life insurance, as I mentioned earlier, is, is, is a unique tool that uh, it, it does so many things when done properly. If we can learn that craft and communicate that, I, I think it's going to be an ever-growing market for them. Okay. Uh, so I am excited about about that aspect of it. I, I'm also excited. You know, this this pandemic has has really changed how people do business, and it, and technology plays a, a, a large part. And being on the forefront of digital marketing and also uh, being able to transact business electronically. And still try to maintain the relational aspect, relationship aspect of it mm-hmm. is uh, is exciting. I, I think you need both. I, I don't think uh, a business is going to survive purely on digital marketing and Zoom meetings, etc. But if you blend it properly, I, I think you can create a, a very dynamic organization. Okay. So you know you and I know you have another. I didn't really touch on this, but don't you have another business as well that you're partially involved with, right? That you have a small, that you have ownership in? Uh, yes, I do. Um, tell me, tell of, us a little bit about that because uh, I had uh, the last one recording we did was with Ron Carson. He's got three businesses, businesses that he started, but they're all kind of related. Tell us about the other business that you have. Yeah, we have a business. It's called Wealth Advisors Trust Company, and it provides uh, corporate trustee services to advisors. There's, there is quite a bit of synergy because uh, Wealth Advisors Trust, their clients are advisors as well. Right, like people and, like me. Exactly. And they, they provide a service to enhance the value that the advisor is bringing to their, their client. It just happens to be corporate trustee services as opposed to life insurance. So the synergy is the fact that we're talking to the same clients. And in some cases, it is exactly the same product because we also do trust administration for a lot of islets. Uh, Islets are just a a way for uh, someone to provide for either estate tax or wealth distribution through life insurance inside of a a trust. So that that venture has... uh, has been very interesting. I haven't been, I have not been as active in the past as I am this year. I'm getting more and more uh, active in that. And I think when we start to market the life insurance services and the trust services, they will, even though they're distinctly different, there's going to be a lot of uh, synergy uh, in there. So trying to incorporate that in our practice is is going to be an interesting journey uh, for us okay. as well. But so. me, and how long have you, have you guys been doing that? Uh, it started in uh, 2008. Uh, it was five guys got together and saw saw a need. Uh, but because of my employment at, at at Penn Mutual, I wasn't able to be active. So I was more of a passive investor mm-hmm. in that particular uh, company. Uh, but since 2013, I've been more and more active in it. 
uh, but I've stepped it up. Uh, we've hit our ceiling of complexity, uh, mm-hmm. as they say, uh, as a business, and are uh, actually, and thanks to you, Wade, we're employing EOS right. to help us manage that particular process, which is something else that I'm excited about. Yeah, and I, we, you I, know, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but uh, I don't know if you know this, but there, I did a podcast with Jeff Whittle, who's our mutual, the guy that's helping us both implement the process. So any of, any of you business owners out there that have interest in that, you can check that podcast out as well. And it's Ron Carson and I on our last podcast, we mentioned the same thing. So it's a reoccurring theme. I just wanted to bring that up because um, not, in addition to Advisors Resource, we've got this other company. And I just think it's interesting that a lot of times, you know, uh, not all of us are Elon Musk that can start multiple companies that maybe don't seem to have anything to do with one another. That's usually not a good recipe. But if you want to start something else, I would say my advice at least would be to focus on what you do best and just focus like a laser beam. But sometimes it does make sense to start something else or to have something else. It's a good fit with your other businesses. That's all I was going to point out. No, I think, I think you're exactly right. And uh, part of my problem is I'm always thinking about those things. And <laughs> sometimes it does take me away from my quote main job. But, but in this particular case, uh, the synergy is is working out really well, and I expect that to just grow over over time. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to do a whole other podcast. I think probably more for for our um, actually this is yeah, a great idea, not for business owners but for clients to understand what the tr- the whole trust thing is because it's not your you know stodgy bank trust company. It's a different type of trust relationship. So I'm going to write that down as an option. Maybe I could get you or Chris on there. And we we could do a podcast about that all right yeah, i think I, I i think that could benefit uh quite, quite a few of your uh, clients and and all of your podcast listeners i, I think so because it's a misunderstood a lot of people don't understand all right let's keep going so i know we don't go all day here but any of i'd love to get your thoughts advice that you would give to someone who's a business owner or contemplating starting a business anything that any words of wisdom you have for them Oh, yes. Uh, and I think you mentioned it earlier, you know, st- sticking to what you're good at, uh, you know, strategic coach calls it unique ability. Mm-hmm. A- anytime you you start a business, it's got to be something you're passionate about, uh, I, in my opinion. Uh, if you're passionate about it, you're more than likely going to get good at it and you're going to do more of it. The more of it you do, the better you get, et cetera. And if you can create value with something you're really uh, passionate about, uh, that's that's a good start for for any business, and after all, that's what we get paid for is bringing value to customers. That's right. That's right. And if, and if, you, if it doesn't add value, you shouldn't shouldn't be doing it. So I think that would be my first piece of advice: is is make sure it's something that that you like doing. Uh, however, it's not a hobby; it actually brings value to where people are willing to pay you for your time or your services, it, or or products. Okay, I love that. And then, you know, you started, I don't know, how old were you, how old were you when you started Advisors Resource? Well, uh, let's see, that would be about in, in 52. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, yeah. it doesn't say it has to be something that you start when you're super young, but if you could, if you could go back and give yourself, a, your younger self advice, uh, what would you, what would you say? Oh, there's, there's no question I would have started earlier. Uh, absolutely. Uh, 
when you work for a company and they're paying you well, that's because they're making more money off of you than you're bringing to them. Otherwise, yeah. they wouldn't do it. Right, and and uh, all I was doing was enhancing the value of that particular company because I had company loyalty, but loyalty isn't always reciprocated. Right. And so if I were to go back, I would have I would have not been in my 50s when I started the company. I would have been in my 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's pretty interesting stuff, Ralph. Uh, how would, you know, somewhere, let's say you're an advisor out there, because again, your, your, your market is not really the individual. Your market is people like me that are serving individuals and trying mm-hmm. to give them, you know, the best solutions. If they wanted to contact you, how would they go about doing so? Well, certainly uh, they can they can call. Uh, they can visit our website, which is advisors-resource.com, and uh, get a, get a hold of us. Uh, best number to call me is 972-338-9655. My extension is 101. Uh, but yeah, I'd be happy to talk to anybody that has an interest in learning more about life insurance in general, uh, what, why I think their clients may or may not needed. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest misunderstanding is where does life insurance fit and where does it not fit? Unfortunately, in our industry, there's there's a lot of cleanup that needs to be done. Not all life insurance is sold properly. No, I would and agree. 100%. That gets to, you know, sort of our why is we are really passionate about cleaning up the life insurance industry. We, we want it done right because it is such a great product. I would agree. And I, I would also agree that, you know, there's a lot of just like any business, I think, but, uh, you know, life insurance is probably up there. Is There's a lot of guys out there mis-selling it or selling it in a way that's not always the most appropriate. So it's nice to have someone like you that's, you know, understands the, the technical side as well as the people side and melds the two together, which is unusual, which is one reason, you know, we enjoy working with you so much. So appreciate you being part of the podcast. Like I said, I think a great follow-up podcast to this would be to talk more about your other business, which is the trust side. I think that'd be really interesting. And with that, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Money Night Podcast, Business Owners Edition. We will check in and see you next time. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.